Welcome to a series of netcasts brought to you by Yale University. Africa is a continent racked by AIDS, famine, war, and extreme poverty. Mulema Bet Hunanyao, Deputy Director of Save the Children in Africa, works to offer life-saving aid along with long-term development. This is Colleen Shaddix for the Yale Office of Public Affairs talking with Ms. Hunanyao about this work and her stint with the World Fellows, a leadership development program for professionals in key positions around the globe. What drew you to your work? Uh, well, I think uh, it is a mixture of you know, opportunity and what I wanted to do in life. Uh, since I first started my career, I've been working with communities at the grassroots level, you, uh, specifically with women. And mm-hmm. joining Save the Children six years ago really fulfilled my dream of working again back with the communities, although I served with other organizations in other capacities in the past. So... It's basically my interest working with communities and, and, and especially with children, actually working for Save the Children, our mission, our children, and mm-hmm. that is uh, my passion. Given the magnitude of need in the places where you work, 4 million people displaced in Sudan, 2.1 million children orphaned by AIDS in Uganda, how is it possible to move past emergency relief and do real development? I, I agree with you that the magnitude of need uh, is immense in Africa. We do do emergency response in many countries, uh, but whenever we respond to emergencies at Save the Children, we uh, look at beyond the emergency and look at uh, issues of transition and long-term development in those communities. Mm-hmm. So whenever we plan um, programs in those areas, we would like we, we like to see what happens beyond this. And, uh, and of course, we don't claim that we address all the needs. We work with our partners, other partners who are engaged in the same similar field. And uh, we work with the communities. Communities mm-hmm. do have resources for their problems. And uh, our actually um, uh, approach working with the communities is actually something that comes uh, uh, with a sustainable f- solution for for the communities uh, we work with. So I- it's more of like looking at beyond emergency, mm-hmm. what work can we do tra- to transition them from this emergency and, and uh, start looking at long-term development. Uh, of course, we have to take it piece by piece. Uh, we may not target all, all the communities at once. Mm-hmm. Um, we look at uh, what we can do with the limited resources that we have. And how is AIDS exacerbating the problem of poverty in Africa? Um, well, HIV/AIDS. Uh, I think uh, all, many of us have uh, ag- agreed that it is uh, a challenge of de- a development challenge rather than a health problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whether HIV/AIDS exacerbates poverty or poverty exacerbates HIV/AIDS is a kind of always it's a rather circular, egg, yeah. uh, issue. Uh, in in countries where you have a rising HIV/AIDS prevalence, uh, you have um, the you know. Uh, people, especially young population, are being affected by HIV-AIDS and an increasing number of uh, deaths in, in productive population has been registered in these countries. And that means that uh, when uh, when you lose a productive uh, population, definitely it has an impact on the economy of that uh, those communities. We experienced uh, communities who, um, uh, who have... Um, 
been affected by HIV AIDS in loss of uh, productive um, workforce, uh, teachers, uh, farmers, and and uh, especially in southern Africa, uh, the agricultural sector was mm-hmm. badly affected by by the epidemic. Um, and and when teachers uh, die, uh, schools get affected, um, and and we have experienced also a large number of uh, child-headed households. Mm-hmm. and a large number of children being taken care of by elderly who unproductive basically mm-hmm. elderly uh, fa- families so um that is how hiv aids affects uh, the you know the uh, exacerbates poverty but at the same time in poor communities um there is um there is a tendency that when families are poor the children are likely to be on the street uh, to be exposed for all all types of risks where poor communities girls uh, tend to engage in high risk behaviors which mm-hmm. also expose them uh, to hiv aids uh, infection so basically it is a cycle it is a cycle that um, the two are interrelated and that's why it really is important in order to address hiv aids you you look at the comprehensive picture and you look at addressing poverty um is one um, critical factor. Tell me about some of the things that you're doing specifically to address the epidemic and poverty at the same time. We uh, we work, um, Save the Children works in, uh, um, in more than 11 countries in Africa, um, but specifically in, in four countries, in Malawi, Uganda, uh, Ethiopia, and uh, Mozambique, we, we, we have significant HIV AIDS portfolio. Uh, we work in the prevention to uh, to to care continuum, as we call mm-hmm. it, uh, to prevent infection, new infections among the youth population um, and and children, um, and uh, mitigate the impact of uh, HIV/AIDS. That the the, the the impact that I just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to do that, um, we look at um, uh, creating economic opportunities for for. Uh, families to take care of their um, their children is one area that looks into addressing some issues of poverty as well as addressing HIV AIDS issues. Um, in the area of care and prevention, we look at um, uh, supporting um, people affected by HIV AIDS um, and providing them um, the care that they need and also referring to referring to health facilities so that they will be treated for inf- infections, mm-hmm. other opportunistic infections uh, that are exacerbated by the by HIV AIDS. So we we address uh, a lot of children, and one of our actually flagship program we have in Africa is um, our work with orphans and vulnerable children, uh, where we look at preventing them from from being infected by. Uh, HIV AIDS, as well as their um, meeting their basic needs, mm-hmm. uh, be livelihood, um, education, and health needs, um, that we w- that we um, work in these four countries that I mentioned. Which is probably a good time to talk to you about education in general and what kind of role it needs to play in Africa's economic future, particularly the education of girls. Well, um, education of girls is, uh, as as um, one said, uh, educa- educating girls is educating a nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you have uh, educated mothers, uh, educated mothers w- would value educating their children. So it is uh, actually educating generations. Uh, so uh, education 
one of the actually the the elements of um, the increasing uh, level of epidemic in HIV AIDS is that the the lack of education in in many communities in in Af in Africa where you people uh, individuals don't have the appropriate knowledge about how HIV AIDS can be transmitted mm -hmm. and how it can be prevented. Um, and also um, um, the, the fact that they don't have education, they're le less likely to have um, the economic uh, power to, to protect themselves. So education is key to, uh, to ensure that uh, um, a, a country is uh, transformed into uh, the next level of development um, and definitely girls education is one area that we we focus on at save the children uh, and uh, we work with communities to change their behavior uh, uh, and understanding of how valuable it is it is to educate their children and especially girls all sorts of health indicators go up for every year of education a mother has isn't that right yes Yes, yes. Yeah, that's also one thing. There is a positive, actually, thank you for raising that, that there is a positive correlation between uh, an educated mother and the child's health. So uh, it does have an impact on children's health and children's education. So uh, basically, that's, that's also one key element that we look at education. Um, I've been asking you questions about Africa as if it's a single place instead of, you know, a huge area with different countries, with different resources, different politics. How does the culture of the place you're in change what Save the Children does? Um, yeah, it, it is true that Africa has, uh, you know, many nations, uh, different diverse cultures and diverse norms within communities. Uh, one of the things that we do at Save the Children is that uh, when we go into a community, we try to understand the culture and the norm of that community because communities are our partners in the work we do. Mm -hmm. uh, we believe that communities do have resources to address their own problems. So um, understanding the culture, understanding the norms actually help us on how to approach their problems, on how to address the problems. So it, it does affect the way we do uh, uh, because we, there are, for example, influential people in, in a mm -hmm. certain culture that you want to work with to bring a behavior change in a certain community. So in that way, actually, the diverse culture affect uh, on how we work with the communities um, and how we should approach certain problems within a certain community. So um, th it has a, a critical element and also it's an important element for us as we work with communities. In the past few years, we've heard rock stars, politicians, and academics talk about ending poverty in Africa. Have you seen that talk translate into action? Oh, unfortunately, not. I mean, there has been um, there has been a, a great effort, um, you know, through this uh, influential influential people to make this happen, to make it a reality. Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, I mean, um, when we talked about the Millennium Development Goals, wealthy countries pledged to support uh, this effort. Um, but unfortunately, the amount of foreign assistance going to these countries is really uh, very minimal. Not many countries uh, made their target of foreign assistance as it, as it was pledged during the mm -hmm. MDGs uh, uh, 
um, um, declaration. Um, yeah, we, we, we need these people to, again, to call on the wealthier, wealthier nations to fulfill their promises. But unfortunately, we're not really uh, getting to that stage. And um, according to the UNDP, the Human Development Report, if we continue with this trend, we will still remain with millions, hundreds and millions of people under the poverty line in 2015. So um, I hope this will uh, get uh, into action soon mm -hmm. and um, we, we'll get there. We've, we've heard of it as sort of a good work that we should help Africa. But what would an economically stable Africa mean for the U.S. and its allies? I think an economically stable Africa means more trade for you, for the U.S. and its uh, allies. I think uh, aid needs to be needs to be translated into trade. Um, unfortunately, the foreign uh, foreign aid that has been going to Africa has not been providing the leverage uh, to stimulate the economy as we wanted uh, it uh, to to. Um, because of uh, the long-standing conflict in the region. Mm -hmm. And in fact, there was um, um, a recent study that was uh, done, I think, Oxfam and other organizations, which was published as Africa's mi Missing Billions. Uh, that That is to, uh, they, they use the data uh, to show how conflict has been really uh, sucking all the resources mm -hmm. of the national governments and it's actually equaled the amount of foreign assistance that went to Africa. So basically it was zeroing down the impact, conflict was zeroing down the impact of uh, foreign assistance. So uh, a stable and, and, and more specifically economically stable Africa means more trade for the U.S. and, mm -hmm. and I think we need to translate that aid foreign assistance into um, a vibrant economy, which would be a potential uh, trade destination for many of the wealthier nations. Has your time as a World Fellow given you any new insights that you're going to be taking back to Africa with you? I guess, uh, well, yeah, um, one of the things that uh, really uh, was interesting is that the fact that we came from uh, um, different backgrounds, different um, uh, countries really brought different perspectives on the same issues. Mm -hmm. And I have learned a great deal in terms of how uh, I look at development, how uh, I look at relationship between uh, my country specifically or um, you know, African countries in general with the, with the Western world. And I think um, uh, I would be, uh, I, I am enlightened, I feel I am light, enlightened that I could you know, go back and apply in my work. I really um, enjoyed my stay here and I will continue to enjoy the rest of my time here. Thank you. We've been talking with Mulamant Hunan Yao, Deputy Director of Save the Children in Africa and a World Fellow at Yale University. For more information, visit yale.edu slash worldfellows.